Well, as we know, the Maccabees did very well on Hanukkah. They had a massive victory, one that of uh, one one of uh, historic proportions, to say the least. Uh, today's Maccabees, on a casual Erev Hanukkah, yesterday up at the Max Stern Athletic Center, the men's basketball team known as the Yeshiva University Maccabees, uh, had quite a victory of their own uh, to keep their perfect 2020, uh, 2021-2022 season uh, perfect record perfect. And with us li- and by the way, for those of you not aware of the fact, let me uh, let me make you aware of the fact that uh, Ryan Terrell recognized as probably one of the greatest Division three basketball players ever in this country. Um, broke the Yeshiva University men's basketball record for points in a game by scoring 51 points yesterday. The coach of the Yeshiva University Maccabees on this first day of Hanukkah is, of course, Elliot Steinmetz. Coach, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Hey, Nachum. Thank you. I guess we start with Mazel Tov and congratulations first. What an amazing victory it was yesterday. And... Um, what can I say? You have a perfect record. I mean, the season cannot possibly be going better. You as a coach probably would tell me there are ways the season could be going better. But from the fans' perspective, you guys are perfect, and it's pretty amazing to watch. So congratulations on all of that. Thank you. Yeah, from a results perspective, we're definitely where we want to be. You know, it's November. We want to be getting better still every day. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, I mean, let's start with this record-breaking performance. What's it like for a – first of all, I have to assume as much as the team and yourself never, ever focuses on personal statistics, the way the game was yesterday late in the game, it looked like there were people in the room aware of what was needed to be done for him to break this record. Would that be fair? There definitely were. I don't think it was necessary. Or anybody on the bench in Pavlingen, but it was it was just one of those games where, you know, it, 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 I mean, it's obviously never happened before, but where where somebody's going like that, and you just try to keep going to him through the offense, um, and, and I give him a lot of credit, Ryan, because you know until that until the last couple of shots where where, where I think he probably knew where he was up to, he was just in the flow of the offense, just you know, and guys were looking for him because they knew he was cooking, and it was just. It was really just fun to watch. Yeah. It kind of gave kind of the rest of us a day off. <laughs> I wonder if the rest of the team felt that way. Some of the fans I was watching the game with were frustrated when somebody else would shoot. <laughs> so so I wonder what was going on on the court. Was it one of those – I mean, I, look, you, you have to be fair to your other players as well, uh, so I'm not getting you to try to say something you're going to regret, but was it one of those days, especially the way the first half went – where where a, a good part of the team w- was having its struggles and and you just had to lean on him a bit more than than even you usually lean on him. So I, I look at it a little differently. I mean, yes, we did. We definitely struggled in the first half. Um, you know, I thought we played pretty poorly on both sides of the ball. In the second half, we really came out and our, and our team defense was a lot better in the second half. And you know, we just we were. We were moving better. We were, we were, you know, covering our assignments a lot better, and our rotations were a lot better in the second half. And that led to, you know, just better execution offensively. And, and you know, one of the things that's, that's great about, you know, the guys that we have is they always recognize when somebody's going good. Mm. Um, and, and then they'll work for that guy. So, you know, I, I think our guys recognize that Ryan had the hot hand, 
and they started working for him. And if you, you know, if you watch the tape of the game, and you know, I watched it last night, obviously afterwards, you'll see guys actively looking to get him, you know, open in the post, and then making sure we shift it over so we could throw him the ball there and kind of get him, you know, get him in good spots where he could, you know, go to work. And and I thought that was something that, you know, yes, he did score the bulk of the points, obviously, but. And he'll be the first one to tell you it was, it was really a result of, of, of the work his teammates were putting in to screen for him and, and kind of move him into position. And then, obviously, he, you know, he, he made the rest happen. Elliot Steinmetz is with us, coach of the Maccabees. Uh, they've had a great start to Hanukkah, just like the real Maccabees did. Uh, <laughs> that, that baseline jumper. I mean, someone said to me as he was hitting that baseline jumper, and I know that it's a patented shot for him at this point, it, it, it literally looks like it's a shot he could hit in the NBA. Are you amazed sometimes at how that, that shot goes in almost every time? You know, I'm not amazed because I watch him do it over and over and over in practice. And, and just the amount of work that he puts into kind of perfecting, you know, his form and, and his, his ability to, you know, practice at kind of a game speed so that these shots in, in, in games seem like practice for him. Um, I'm not I'm not amazed by the result, but but what's amazing is to kind of watch him work. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm more amazed when I see in terms of practice and how much extra time he spends and and all that. And while I have you on the air, it's it's such an important message for the younger people out there, and really for everybody, especially the parents and grandparents that want to um, you know turn this into a lesson for their children. Uh, if you think you're hitting these shots, and if you think you're finding yourself open, and if you think you're uh, uh, you're dribbling down the court with ease uh, because you simply have a natural ability to do so. You could speak to just how hard it is, how many thousands of hours of work go into being a great player, a great shooter, a great foul shooter, and all the things you need uh, to be a great basketball player. And I think it's a really important message that people realize it's not just the 40 minutes that we see as we watch Max live or attend the games in person. It is all those thousands of hours that are put in behind the scenes. Yeah, and I think it's like that for anything in life, yep. right? It's, you know, yep. you generally see the results of things when you're an outsider. You don't see the work that necessarily went went into it. You know, you're 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 doing a radio show for for God knows how many years now, I imagine you don't just show up in the morning and start talking. There's a ton of preparation that goes in and a ton of work that goes in that no, none of us get to see. Um, so, you know, that, that to me is always the impressive, the impressive part is the hours and the, and the preparation and the time and the commitment that people put in to whatever, whatever their craft or whatever their goal is, um, and then obviously being able to go out and accomplish it. There was a practice this morning, right? Yeah, I'm, on, I'm actually on the way back from it now. Okay, so i got to make that point. Folks, yesterday there was a game. There was a practice already today. Today's practice already took place. It's 8.42 in the morning. Uh, you can imagine the hard work that the uh, the Max players are going through uh, to uh, to make us proud on that court. Uh, by the way, it's I mean, look, I've, I've watched you coach now for many, many years, and it's often, um, uh, it's often fun to sit with my family and to just see how you react to certain things. It, it seems like you're not always in favor of, of taking random 30-foot three-pointers. But I guess in Ryan's case, you sort of give him a pass if he decides to do so at this point, right? It depends on the situation. I mean, we, we had a couple, you know, a few games ago where, where, where we felt, you know, we were taking shots too quickly, whether it was Ryan or any other players, and we just were not kind of running through our offense. Uh, you know, a night like last night where we're kind of getting going through the offense and, and things start to open up. Um, you know, especially towards the end of that game where, you know, we have a little bit of a lead and he's just kind of, you know, Putting it out of reach, uh, you know, yeah, that's you kind of kind of look the other way there and let them go. Yeah, I hear that. 
Uh, Elliot Steinmetz is with us. All right, look, anybody who's watching your team this year, there really is only one question, uh, and that is why all the first-half problems and how do you adjust so well during halftime to make the second half generally a blowout? Uh, yeah, I don't know that it's so much problems as much as, you know, we're, get, we're getting off to a little bit of slow starts. I think, uh, you know, our energy level is a little bit down. You know, there's uh, – we just need to get better. You know, it's, it's very early in the year. I think um, a lot of people, it's, you know, it's funny. If you look back a few years, uh, you know, these are all teams that we were either struggling with or struggling to beat or getting beat pretty badly <laughs> by. And now it's like all of a sudden we have a, we have a win margin of, of 30-plus on average, and everybody's like, you know, oh, but what about the slow start? And I think what people don't realize, first of all, is the game started 0-0. Right? And we're and we're playing other teams that are college basketball teams that that are pretty good and they're pretty good at what they do, um, and you know so it, so it's not going to be like you know all of a sudden a minute and a half into the game it's going to be twenty nothing. But I but I do get that you know our energy level has been lacking in the first halves and I, and I think um, you know we're trying to challenge our guys to you know put together forty minutes because obviously as we progress and you know we're we're going to hopefully keep getting better as the year goes on. But so are teams that we're playing and and so is some of the competition level and and we want to kind of get to a point. Where you know January, February, and then obviously, hopefully into March, and and Adar, as we like to say, uh, we're playing our best ball. Look, I, I I'm not trying to be critical. I just think that all of us find it interesting that it's it seems that it's the same formula every game. You know, you you never you haven't had a game yet uh, where you've dominated in the first half and then have have gotten a challenge in the second half. So I think you know that that's all that we want to point out. We don't we don't mean to insult the team for not going up twenty to nothing immediately. <laughs> No, it's and it's fair and it's fair criticism and it, and it's something that we are definitely working on as a team. Lastly, it's Hanukkah. Uh, Jewish pride has a lot to do with this holiday, and as I always point out, uh, there is nothing like watching uh, your team. Many of the players with the Amicas, many of the players, very very aware that they're representing not only Yeshiva University but are literally representing the Jewish people. Uh, to players and coaches who may not be familiar with them, and certainly to a world that, in general, is unfamiliar with us, as hard as that is for us to believe. Uh, a lot of people don't know anything about our community. And your players go out there and just exhibit the sportsmanship and the incredible basketball acumen that we we never thought we'd see on that court from a home team, frankly. And they are enjoying one of the most amazing runs. You know that people out there uh, in the know are calling you guys the number one Division three basketball team. They, some people are saying that some of your players could actually play uh, in Division one and get serious playing time. Others are talking, of course, about Ryan and the possibilities of the NBA. You've seen all the articles and you know what people are saying out there. With, with all of these things, there's nothing more important to me than what I always tell you, and that is how they represent the Jewish people both on and off the court. And I hope, I hope this undefeated team is living up from your perspective to all of that, the way your teams always have, they are, and, and I think what's interesting is, you know, I, I know I know it's the most important thing to you, but what, what's great about these guys is it really is the most important thing to them too. You know, they take that very seriously. Um, you know, they're they're interested in it, and they uh, and they take pride in it, um, and they, and they know, and they know what it means, and they and they and they understand it, and they kind of uh, they kind of live it. So it's. Uh, it is something for all of us to be proud of. They really they, they conduct themselves in a great way on and off the court. Yeah, there's no question about it. It makes us extremely proud. By the way, everybody, if you're looking for the next home game, it's this coming Saturday night. I hope to be there. Uh, I think that uh, Saturday night's a golden opportunity for people to go and watch the Max and check out what's happening with this undefeated team. 
and to enjoy the uh, incredible way that they are representing the Jewish people. And uh, what better time to do it than during the holiday of Hanukkah? After all, Coach Steinmetz, this is your holiday. It's the Maccabees week. Uh, it seems that every week this season is the Maccabees week, but especially this one. I take this opportunity to wish you a happy Hanukkah. Please tell the team that as they increasingly uh, uh, become more and more aware of how they represent our people, it is obvious to people who are watching that they are becoming more and more aware of that. And that's a really important thing for us, and I hope you'll transmit that message to them and wish everybody a happy Hanukkah. I will. A happy Hanukkah to you. Thank you. And uh, congratulations to Ryan Terrell, the most points ever in a Yeshiva University Maccabees basketball game. 51 points yesterday. Unbelievable.